0: y'all welcome back to beyond the Bazaar. i'm brianna your host and we are here with season three of the podcast i know that you guys are always used to me returning in july of each year but this year 2022 has been really crazy for me so i'm getting back a little bit later just had to focus on some mental health stuff but i am back and feeling better than ever so i'm happy for that um, I actually do have a special announcement to make that's going to be permanent going forward. I actually do have a co-host that um, you'll get to meet here in just a few moments. Um, her name is Sarah and she's my friend. She's into everything pretty much beyond the bazaar such as myself and I just it was an instant instant connection from the show but just we have so much in common and I just thought that the one thing the podcast needs is someone to bring in a difference or a likeness of an opinion and just kind of wanted to take beyond the bizarre above and beyond, so to speak. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to our new co-host, Sarah. Hello, that's me. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, I'm Sarah and I guess about me, I grew up in Bent Mountain. It was like this kind of um, woodsy area, kind of in the rural area, like in the country and whatnot. Um, and yeah, I just love anything that's, you know, macabre and spooky and unexplainable, especially bizarre. Like that's, that's my tea. It's the best. Yes, um,
0: yes. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, when did you, like, really get into, like, you, what, can you, like, pinpoint a time where you knew, okay, this is my, this is my cup of tea, this is my shit, this is what I want to be into for life?
1: Oh, God, yes. Um, When I first watched Nightmare Before Christmas, it was, like, oh, my yes. first VHS tape, and it was literally, I played it so much, I, I think I remember that my parents had to buy me another <laughs> copy. <'cause> oh, yeah. <laughs> I... I rewound the crap out of that thing. I would just watch it all the time. And um, from there, I mean, I would just love, like, the older I got, I would get into true crime. And, you know, I loved um, urban legends. Always loved those. I mean, who doesn't love a good urban legend? There was a movie called Urban Legends. Yes. Oh, my goodness.
0: (laughs) That movie is my obsession. I love that. Mm -hmm. had one about Bloody Mary, too. Mm -hmm. I've seen all three of them. I love them. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's so hard to pick a good one, you know, I, I guess I would have to say I love a lady in white and probably like the Candyman, if that's an actual legend, because it just seems so like creepy, you know, I'll have to look more into that. But there's also like the Hookman and like you mentioned Bloody Mary and mm-hmm. many others. I mean, especially like all over the country, like Krampus, you know, like, yes.
0: all over the country. That all over the world yes yes Uh with me with horror it started when I was like five years old and nice people have listened for a while know this story I my (laughs) aunt showed me the movie it by Stephen King and I was Uh too long to watch that movie I swear to god I was terrified to walk past drains for like
1: Me too, years. girl. The bathtub <laughs> scene, forever traumatized. Where where's our repercussions for that? Yes, like
0: like no, no. <laughs> no, we need this, we need to send Stephen King like our therapy bills. <laughs> oh
1: my God. And then when I watched Pet Cemetery, I was just even more traumatized. Oh yes. Yes. A little boy with gay yes. That was yes. Oh my God, I just had to but, chill up my spine. Oh my God, I love the story of Pet Cemetery. Is that like crazy or what? Like it's so creepy, but it's like so cool too to like bring something back from the dead. Like, it is. It I is. don't know. And they did that with Supernatural, too, which, of course, I have to bring Supernatural in all the time. Sorry, guys. You're probably going to hear that a lot from me. Anyway. She's the number one fan.
0: She's the number (laughs) one fan. Misha Collins, if you're listening to this, she's your number one fan. (laughs) I am. <laughs> yes, but no, like so many, like hmm. so, it's like so many urban legends and everything influence pop culture and absolutely so many different things, and that's what mm-hmm. I really want to start exploring going forward in this podcast, which is why mm-hmm. I'm happy that I brought you on um, on the podcast oh, well, I'm for so many happy reasons. To be here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, for mm-hmm. many reasons. For one, you're my friend, and for two, like I know that we're into the same things. You're going to be able to kind of bounce off of and mm-hmm. and add to as well. So I really, really looking forward to that and yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun yeah and for listeners guys it's gonna be a bit more casual going forward um I try to make it casual anyway but it's gonna be pretty much two friends talking about sharing urban legends and sharing Hmm. our thoughts on it and you know just things of that nature so it is going to be a little bit more less polished going forward and more casual because that's just what's what feels more comfortable to me and what feels more comfortable for my headspace right now so and plus it's just mm-hmm. it's, and plus Sarah's awesome and I just can't wait to get into all these urban legends with her
1: oh yeah it's oh like I said it's just so fun to just like dig up different I mean because you find that these legends are like There's different variations of them, like all over the world. It's so fascinating. Like when we went to that cryptid convention and we learned about that was so cool
0: <laughs> yeah yeah we yeah we guys we went to a um convention i think it was called like the well the, lack of better terms it's called the cryptic convention because i can't mm-hmm. think of the exact name it was it, like southwest
1: virginia's bigfoot and friends convention i believe yes that's yeah. see that's exactly why i need
0: to be here because you remember <laughs> i remember minute details <laughs> yes th- th- see that's exactly why i need you here <laughs> yeah um yeah we it was so phenomenal like we got to learn about the cryptids and just mm-hmm. different um different creatures and that we got some cool merch me and sir actually got um uh, matching yes. friendship pins for supernatural we did <laughs> <laughs> yes yes yours yours has a baby on it, the impala and it has mm-hmm. Yeah, carry on my wayward sons, and I have, mm-hmm. I have the angel wings that says there will be peace when you are done, and I'm just like it was, it was kismet, mm-hmm. it was just meant to it, be. It was meant to be. It was fate. Yes, yes. it was. So <laughs> we call it our best friend because you
1: can't have Dean without Cass, and vice versa. So.
0: I know, I know, but we're not, we're not going to get <laughs> no, <laughs> so no, Rachel no. Will no. come up frequently, but we're, we're not going to get too carried <laughs> away. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> yeah. And so let's speaking of urban legends, let's go ahead mm-hmm. and get into our topic for this episode and the topic Absolutely. for this episode, yeah, <laughs> no, 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 you're fine. You're fine. And the topic for this episode is going to be the lady in white. So this season, I kind of want to do like classic urban legends, um, small town haunts. That's going to be our theme for mm-hmm. this um, season here. Um, so we'll like alternate between um, urban classic urban legends, such as lady in white, then, of course, next week we'll do a small town haunt that we've um, researched. So we have some really cool things coming up for you guys for this season.
1: Yes, yeah, stick around, guys. I mean, it's the best time of the year. Spooky time, spooky season.
0: Yes, the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> yes, my favorite time
1: of the year. Yours
0: too. <laughs> yes. Yes as always. Mm -hmm. So with the Lady in White, um, when I researched it, I found there are a few different locations that have their own different variations, as you were saying earlier. Um, Each kind of culture or region have their own rendition of it. Um, Mm -hmm. There are some... Um, Lady and White Urban Legends in the U.K. Um, in the U.S. it's officially known as Lady and White. Mm-hmm. Then um, in Brazil, and places, um, locations in South America, she's known as the Weeping Woman or mm-hmm. such in Mexico, um, La Llorona. So that's really, really cool. She goes by different mm-hmm. names depending on location. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she does. I mean, it's fascinating. And each one, like, has a different take on it in a way. I mean, like... La Yorona, like she was a creepy woman Mm -hmm. like you know this is a story that you would tell your kids to keep them in line essentially like don't piss your mother off she might kill you and then like (laughs) you know. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) that kind of thing like when you hear about la llorona you always think about a woman who's killed her kids essentially is like when you hear about the legend in mexico Mm -hmm. because that's essentially she does it for her lover because her lover's Mm -hmm. like hey like i don't want these kids so like it's me or them so then Mm -hmm. she kills her kids and then she can't get over it that's why she's crying llorona
0: means yes Cheers, yeah, that's actually really interesting. I've heard like a different take on it, mm-hmm. um, but that's cool. It's kind of like this in the same wheelhouse. Um, the yeah. um, version I've heard was that. Um, the woman found out her husband was being unfaithful so to get back at him she Mm -hmm. drowned her kids but then she Mm -hmm. in the mania she drowned them and then she realized what she had done afterwards so Mm -hmm. she now walks and tries to take people takes other people's kids as her own especially if she feels like they're not taking care of them or Mm -hmm. she feels like she can be a better mother so Mm -hmm. yeah so it like yeah it kind of just plays into that whole entire um, whole entire like same narrative same wheelhouse pretty Mm -hmm. much um i just you know especially that weeping woman legend. Yeah. Um, the the lady in white has also been very popular and pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm going to go ahead and give you your treat. Um <laughs> episode 1 of the show Supernatural um yes, the September. woman in white. Go mm-hmm. ahead and take it away. <laughs> go
1: ahead. <laughs> All right. So the year was 2005, September 13th, you know, two brothers come together um to hunt monsters essentially that starts out with ghosts and everything. So the pilot episode is about a woman in white. You know, they find out um Sam and Dean that this woman is you know killing men who she finds unfaithful like and it turns out that she murdered her kids and you know, like, she did it for her lover and whatnot, and, you know, in the episode, she's like, I can never go home, and, like, Sam figures out, like, hey, if we take this chick home, like, to where all this happened, like, you know, maybe we can stop her, and, like, her kids, the ghost kids, all, like, get her in the end, and it's epic. (laughs)
0: Yes, I I do, I I do remember that episode, I loved, I I loved it, like, Mm Um, with Supernatural, my um, childhood best friend had told me it was like a sci-fi show and I'm not really into sci-fi. Not at all. Yeah, when I realized <laughs> it was like everything I'm into, I was so mad. Like I said, I'm on the latest train possible, but at least I'm on there, choo-choo. Like <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm on there now. So like, I, I love that episode. Um, I mm-hmm. love like as soon as some of the episodes start, I would know exactly what Urban Legends are talking about because I just yeah. read about them all the time. The lore. But I, <laughs> the, yes, lore the lore. Says. <laughs>
1: so get this. Sorry, that's like what Sam says all the time. Yes, of course, yes. if you guys love supernatural, bizarre things, then you must love supernatural too. So I would exactly. say, that,
0: but, yeah, that's what I'm about to say. I was like, I think probably most people who are listening, probably have seen or at least heard of supernatural. So yeah, of course, uh, this is a safe space.
1: <laughs> exactly. We understand because there are people that just don't get it, you know, but we do. Yes,
0: yes we sure do. All right, so um, the first time I've heard a lady in white legend was the 1988 movie, The Lady in White. Um, It had uh, Lucas, I want to say his name is Lucas Haas. Pretty much the whole um, premise of the movie is that... Lucas lives with his, well, his name's Frankie in the movie. Um, He lives with his brother and his um, grandparents and his father. And he's bullied by these two kids at school. So he ends up getting locked inside the cool closet where he comes into contact with the ghost of this young girl who was murdered. And it turns out her mother um, is the lady in white and she kind of like haunts the town Oh, I mean, he's, cool. yes yes and he's trying to pretty much solve the mystery of her murder who murdered her and trying to get justice um for her because once she sees him and he sees her she mm-hmm. starts haunting him because she feels like he can help because she's trying to essentially find her mom mm-hmm. so yeah it's 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 a really great movie especially like you know it's it's for any age like even even young kids can watch it it's not so scary where you know, kids can't watch it. And also, kind of like you know, it's. I find it good, find it interesting because it's a ghost story, but it's also like a real mm-hmm. like a real world horror story. Like you know, with kids being kidnapped and killed. Um, yeah. It it can kind of like serve as as a as a warning. I think the setting for the mm-hmm. movie I want to say is maybe like the. I want to say maybe fifties. Just by the way they're dressed, I want to say it's set in the fifties. Okay, what's it called again? It's called Lady in White. Oh, nice. Yes. Just yeah. No. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, just putting the title right to the legend. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, it, it's it's absolutely amazing. I think it actually mm-hmm. also took place, the movie takes place in New York, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's 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 really great. Mm-hmm. That sounds awesome. I'm going to have to check that out. Yes, add it to your list. <laughs> I shall. <laughs> so um, the movie, I've heard the movie Shutter Island also has a lady in white. I think I've only seen yes. it one time, but I didn't mm-hmm. really... I mean, like, pay attention to it. Have you seen it?
1: oh god yeah I've, I've seen it a couple times because mm-hmm. the first time I watched it my brain was like it, it could not compute I mean you know because mm-hmm. the ending it, I mean you guys have seen Shutter Island like I, I would think most have Um, it's got quite the plot twist at the end you know like Leo you know like finds out that like his wife like pretty much murdered their kids and stuff mm-hmm. and like she's the lady in white like you know he sees her as an apparition like and he doesn't you know you don't see that like you just think hey like he's on this island and like things aren't what they seem or whatever but like yeah she like ends up haunting his him and like you know <laughs> it ends up killing his kids because i'm i feel like i think it was because like she was suffering from mental illness or something and yeah she never recovers from it so yeah like that's a perfect example of a lady in white like you know oh, with
0: the whole yeah, yeah, that's really mm-hmm. cool. Like, kind of like a non-traditional sense, and that's mm-hmm. Leo's movie. Leo's movies always have like that twist or that ambiguous end, like you don't really know. Yeah, like, like the
1: beach.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah, or like like Inception 2. Like at the oh, end, yeah. like with his um t- his like um top is like spinning, but it kind of waves a little bit, so you don't really know mm-hmm. if he's dreaming or if he's actually back. Like, i I hate yeah. movies like that because I'm like, I need to know. <laughs> See, I kind of
1: like them because I like to use my imagination. I'll kind of be like, you know, yeah. it's fun to, I mean, okay. In a way it's frustrating, but in a way it's kind of like, okay. So you like come up with all these like theories and stuff. But yes. Yes.
0: And that is, that is the fun part. That is the uh-huh. fun part. So um, the Lady and White legend um, does still go strong. Um, it was recently um used um in the, most recent season at Riverdale um they kind of had like this arc um the first five episodes of um of season six were kind of like these like supernatural um supernatural rip-off I mean I hate to say that but like I was Sarah will tell you when I was watching this I was IME her like um they had Raphael on there they had the grace bottle they literally ripped off so much that they ripped off Dr. Strange like how dare you <laughs> Yes, I was like, I I think it was intentional. Mm -hmm. I swear, I was like, if Supernatural would have been over, I was like, they just should have had like Sam and Dean roll up in the apollo because it's on the same network. Yeah. Um. So I said that would have been cool, but like um, they had um they had the um Weeping Woman, la llorona on there, and Tony, um, who's played by Vanessa Morgan. She Mm -hmm. um she was the lady in white in that five episode arc where they kind of had like this whole supernatural influence, so the whole season was pretty much like that. They had witchcraft, everything going on. It was amazing. I'm not gonna lie; like it really helped, did help save every day because it went so far left that everyone loved it so much, myself included. Yeah. Um. And but now they have this thing where season seven is going to take place like in the 50s and like they're back in high school because I guess they realized the time huh. jump didn't work and they couldn't go back in time. So now they have it like kind of like the comic books and I think the send off because season seven is supposed to be the last season. Um, to send it off they want to um, kind of do something reminiscent of the comics so I think that's really cool
1: that is that's actually really neat I guess that's like where
0: the crossover with Sabrina comes in in a way I've heard about that well yes so the crossover happened on season six the beginning of season six Sabrina came in because um, Cheryl had this thing where Cheryl became Cheryl was a um, pyro then she ended because it turns out she's actually a phoenix Mm -hmm. um so um, Sabrina came and um, pretty much helped her on that five thing was actually it wasn't River Gale, it was River Vale, which was like an alternate reality that was created. Um,
1: oh, six. So that's that sounds like a nice crossover.
0: It was. And then she came back um during like the last few episodes of season six, Sabrina did. But the five episode arc was really cool. Like they had like um then this guy who was kind of like trying to usher in the end, end of the world and all this stuff. Like he came there, um, Percival Pickens, and he was like this like warlock and all this stuff and then what can he he was delectable he was delectable i don't care like i ha- i have a for villains I mean, especially if they're good looking
1: like the evil ones so good looking i mean are y'all like trying to just give us bad crushes because i mean if they if the evil ones look good we can't help it you know like with Evan peters is Tate and mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I could go on, but yes,
0: yes, yes. It's like, it's like, screw, come over to the dark side. We have cookies, come over to the dark side, we have hotties. Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, okay, (laughs) in the dark side, baby. exactly yes mm-hmm. Um. let us let me get back let me pull up these notes because we're going to get sidetracked so oh quickly. there's one
1: more reference in pop culture and I mean I just want to bring this up because you love like the Conjuring series so much like yes they did La Yorona for like that specific like I guess it ties into the series like me I've only seen the first Conjuring because
0: mm-hmm. that one scared me yes I've, I've seen them all I've seen them all mm-hmm. I love the, mm-hmm. um, the um, La Llorona one I think it had Linda Cardellini in it um, mm. it was it was really good it was really good I, I thought it could I thought it could be better see think mm. about me as I'm I'm no screenwriter I'm no director I'm no producer but I would criticize the movie I don't care yeah,
1: right I mean
0: we all do it's, it's human yes. to judge
1: I mean like we try not to but it, it happens
0: yes so I, I thought it could have been better I, mean, I thought, it was, thought it was really good but compared to like um the conjuring and conjuring 2 and the nun and all those compared to those it was really weak compared to all of those gotcha but it did live up to legend really well though i will give it that it did live up to the um legend so if you haven't seen that definitely check it out all right so with so with lydia white there are um multiple origins of it. Of course we have the La Yorona that we that we've talked about. Um so with the thing with La Yorona, it's not really stated if she's like the same entity or if it's like different ones. Um I feel like, you know, there may be like maybe an entity like for mexico or like for this um south american regions but mm-hmm. um other ladies and white um legends in the united states are actually tied to specific people which we can yeah. probably get into a little bit later
1: right and it's fascinating because like i don't know when you really do look into the legend she's usually like near a like water like you know in pennsylvania they've seen her on a bridge um mm-hmm. like by the water in Mexico, I mean she's haunted lakes, rivers, especially like that's where multiple sightings were. Yes, Yeah. So just to stay away from water.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like, right? Because even in Supernatural, even in episode Supernatural, like it was a bridge that was over water. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so, wow. Just kind of all comes full circle. It's really great how like even though they're all different regions, different areas, different locales, it's it's, it's still the same, the same legends. Yeah. Way exactly. It's super cool. Yeah, so yeah, so um pretty much like we we kinda already got into the lore of it. Like, you know, um one of the stories is that she was um a woman that, you know, committed suicide after being betrayed by her lover. Or in some um in some tellings it was her fiance. Mm-hmm. Um so some ladies and whites like it' said, ha- it doesn't even include kids, it's just she commits suicide and then she just like comes back and she kills men who are unfaithful, kind of like how Supernatural yeah. um did. And then there's the one that takes the um, La Llorona route, which includes the um, kids as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, different variations on it. I mean, mm-hmm. wherever you go, like, it just depends on what location really, or just like, you know, how things get passed down over generations, everybody sees it a different way. Mm-hmm. so i think that's why we have all these different things um in fact i think you know there's one mention where she's like the harbinger of death you know like with the mothman and stuff
0: as well yes or a banshee yes mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah well, like sometimes she even can hitchhike on road to kind of like t- the tempt men and i think she didn't didn't um didn't the character on supernatural do that as well like she was kind of like a temptress to see if like she could
1: like she was she was you know a good looking lady and like she was you know using that to her advantage or you know she thought she was she's like you know these men aren't they're unfaithful like you know they pick me up and you know she's just like in her head like you know because ghosts are crazy they've been like you know on this planet for too long and they're like consumed by anger and whatnot so she's reasoning with herself well he picked me up he's you know just unfaithful and whatnot Mm -hmm. of course she's gonna try to kill him so yes like yeah Yeah. that's what she did she would like hang out and try to Hitchhike and you know, these poor men, like, especially like, he she would make sure that like they had a ring, like they were married, or like he could she could tell they were with somebody. Cause I mean, she goes after Sam because Sam has a girlfriend, and you know, like. Yeah. Like others
0: yes. was married. So yeah, yeah. She would purposely seek them out just to see if they would, but she's not realizing that her tempting them is also wrong. She's not realizing that. Right? So, double standard. Yeah. Yes, it was. Like constant <laughs> girl. It, 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 it was. It was double standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in some legends, it says like she can be like a backseat hitchhiker, like she'll just like, you know, appear um there. You're not pretty much supposed <laughs> like, to ask her that? anything. Just need a ride. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I did some research here, and it says according to the Franklin County Historical Society. Um, so it says the local legends there say that she's a ghost, a woman looking for her lost her lost um, child, mm-hmm. um, or um, her lost lover, and um, that in this um, legend, her child or her lover drowned. Um, or she herself was a victim. So like I said, it kind of varies depending on the telling. It kind of gets muddled as it's told. You know how things get added, things get taken away. So
1: Absolutely. Every state, country, it's different. Like, it's it's interesting.
0: Yes. Yes, and she's also been known to kind of, um, you know, of course, to wear a long white um, dress, flowy dress. And, and she so- also appears... Mm-hmm. yeah, she, yeah she, al- she also appears like in front of cars and things like that which is really really crazy <laughs> like can you imagine like driving I'm gonna knock on wood on this can you imagine just, like driving and that happens
1: mm-hmm. exactly like I mean come on what person wouldn't be spooked by that and then I think there was one I had read that like someone said like you know they felt a banging on the car or something mm-hmm. that's terrifying yes <laughs> <laughs> like i'm like
0: yeah um
1: no i'm not i'm not letting you in
0: Mm -mm. no like (laughs) mm -mm. um let's see here there is another one of the um the lady uh, lady in white or what's called the white lady of pond (laughs) bank in pennsylvania Mm -hmm. so it's pretty much a sighting of a uh, woman in white Um, It's also said she could be a witch as well, and she's just been spotted in that location. So now we're tying in witchcraft with it, which I think is really, really amazing. So it just says I kind of like it's all kind of lumped in together, but it's very different. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, you've heard of witches being called white witches and, you know, and like La Dame La Blanche, which was like um, a white witch in France, because, you know, that's that's an outlander reference. Um, But also, I mean, in literature as well, like
0: she was a very powerful white witch. So yes, interesting. It is. It is very interesting. Um, let's see. I did read a little bit about the lady in white of Union Cemetery um in East in Easton, Connecticut. Um, have you heard about that? Or do you have anything on that?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, you know, like she appears in a white nightgown, bloody. That's fantastic. Um, yes. in a bonnet that, you know, covers her face. Like that's interesting, gives me grudge vibes. Um yes. <laughs> black raven hair i would think so because as a harbinger of death i mean i'm just kind of tying parallels in my own mind that would make sense um you know nobody really knows who she is and uh she's kind of squirrely because she has been known to leap in the middle of the road and you know wait for or pretty much try to get cars to hit her so that's something oh my gosh yeah
0: Actually, fun fact, I actually had to have low-key anxiety by driving on dark roads at night because I, like <laughs> uh-huh, right. uh-huh. I always feel like it's going to happen to me. right. I always feel like it's going to happen, so I'm just like... Oh my goodness I'd just be like hyper vigilant like I'm just looking and like praying and just like yeah,
1: especially if you're near water and you're like in an area where it's happened you're gonna be thinking yeah oh god
0: yes yes and there's like a creek there's a creek near my house too oh my gosh oh no of course
1: <laughs> it's Like always no. when you're thinking or like talking about something paranormal that you just become more on edge it's the best yes
0: yes yes and the story with the um with the uh, lady in white in Union Cemetery, um, mm-hmm. there there was actually an account that a firefighter back in the nineties had had. So he mm-hmm. had responded to a call um, in the town of Monroe, um, and the call had said that a woman in a long white, again had jumped out and inf- had jumped out pretty much in front of him while he was on his way answering this call like can you imagine like i mean because things is, most people are hardwired for logic and like if you don't like like how i say, like skeptics have the hardest time with this type of stuff because they just can't wrap their head around it they go through the wheels of their mind and try to logically explain it so of course you know he um he got out, checked it. The hood was dented, but there was no one there. Mm-hmm. Um, He was ready to get first aid because when he hit her, the body rolled on top of the car like it normally would. And he saw it land on the road behind him. And when he got out, there was right. nothing there. I mean,
1: come on. Any person gets hit by a car like that, like he's immediately like, going to try to
0: help them. I mean... Anyone would. Yes. But I think that Firefighter, whoever he is, um, he's really brave because most people wouldn't even come out and talk about it. Like um mm-hmm. when I did the um Seven Gates of Hell here locally, um, for our hometown area, um so many people like hit up my DMS and staff and personal message box on Facebook and were telling me their accounts, but every last one of them wanted to remain anonymous because they didn't want people to know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there's nothing to be ashamed of of like you all are having the same collective experience. It actually helps people feel like they aren't crazy. If most people are having this, you know, similar experience i've had a similar experience so that you're actually helping people you could also be helping yourself by knowing that hey i wasn't crazy you know this has happened so many people have had the same instances so i think it's just counterintuitive
1: Mm -hmm. like that one guy we talked to at the um cryptid convention like okay him and his wife went to go stay at the stanley hotel as you guys know that is the hotel that inspired the shining Yes. And, um. they had something really freaky happen that you can't explain. I mean, they said they had like all these plastic cups and everything. Cause you know, like when you go to a hotel, sometimes there's like a coffee setup, like with disposable cups and whatnot. Well, I mean, he couldn't explain it. There was no draft, like it's a hotel without, you know, air conditioning, like air conditioner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's old school and they want to keep it that way. Well, how the heck did all these cups just... And all the plasticware go
0: flying off the table out of nowhere. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> yes, he was, yeah. like, complaining about the heat and saying that he wanted to leave. And as soon as yes, he said he wanted to leave, yes. he said before he even got the sentence out of his mouth, guys, the cups just levitated and hit the ground and flew across, like, flew, flew to the ground. And I said if it would have been me, I would have been out before the cups even hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, no, they stayed. I'm like,
1: you brave souls. I love it. Because then y'all, yes. like, lived to tell the tale and everything. Like,
0: yes, <laughs> I it guess was they really- were
1: just you know, haughty about like, oh, well, you know, you humans and your air conditioning, like, you know, you can't you appreciate this hotel
0: the way it is. So it goes to petty, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So I think his, and I think his um, name was Zach Bales, I believe.
1: Yeah. 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 He has, yeah, like I, still,
0: a- yeah I still have the, um mm-hmm. I still have his, his um, business card. Mm-hmm. It's, and they're in Somerset, Kentucky, his nightmare yeah. gallery. Mm -hmm. um if you guys ever want to check that out um just special shout out to Zach here (laughs) because that was that was a really great like first account story because I've always wanted to go to um to Estes Park to the Stanley hotel but I just I don't have the gall to I really don't I don't
1: I I mean I'll go if you go I want to go I do I just I I'm one of those people too like I do love paranormal stuff but like I am kind of scared of
0: like you know, experiencing it. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like with me, like with me, like I will um I will watch all the scary movies in the world. I will read all mm-hmm. the lore in the world. But I will not put myself in a situation to experience anything myself because I know mm-hmm. I don't have the will within me. I know if something happens, I'm not a skeptic, so I know yeah. I'm gonna freak out.
1: And it's not like, you know, it's not like in Supernatural where you can just salt and burn the body. It's it's different, guys. As much as we love that show,
0: yes, you're know, not going to be out there warming our hands over a burning body.
1: Oh my God, right? And then that guy's like
0: bunch of These psychos, guys <laughs> I yes. love it. That was like my friend because I know they are not warming their hands. Right after digging that
1: grave and like burning those people's bodies, I mean, come on! Like, if you didn't get the con, like if you didn't know what they were doing, then wouldn't you think the same thing? I mean, yes,
0: I was like, oh my god, that was cracking up. That was so yeah. Funny. How can you not laugh at that? But yeah, like we um, like some people, like I said, a lot of people. I'm not gonna say some people do go to like haunted places and all this stuff like you know because <laughs> some of do believe but most people I feel that go um mm-hmm. that have been some of them are usually skeptics yeah. um kind of like her some move movie 1408 I have not, actually. Okay, I'm not going to give you any spoilers. So pretty much like, yeah. he was writing the, all these horror stories, like <laughs> all these like haunted accounts and stuff, but he didn't really believe it. He was skeptical. Mm-hmm. Um, he was still going to all these places, but he had like a lot of stuff going on um, in his life. And there's this song, on. I want to tell you a little funny story. There's <laughs> a song by the Carpenters, We've Only Just Begun, and it plays oh, pretty much when the fun. room starts acting up oh so when all hell's about to break loose that song starts playing i it was 2013 and i was uh, i was yes it's 2013 i was in um i was um in north carolina going to see one direction uh i'm one directioner guys don't judge me and (laughs) and um i'm in the elevator and tell me why that song is playing in the elevator i was about to pack up my stuff I was like no right. the only thing that saved me is because it was like a Hilton it was like a Hilton garden and it wasn't like an old hotel so right. like, okay I know like this place behind this is slim to nine but I was still on edge the whole entire night because of that song <laughs> because that's how you know you made an effective movie Stephen mm-hmm. King always knows how to get you you always know you have an effective movie when it stay, when it sticks with you
1: a lot of his stuff lives rent-free in my head, and like I want to watch it, but then it's like, I'm alone, and if I watch it, I'm not going to be able to sleep.
0: Exactly. I listen to that for every noise, like, what's that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. It's just... He's the master of horror, and I love it.
1: Yes. Yes, he is. like, he comes up with the craziest things, and you're just like, like how did you even
0: oh, okay, you're brilliant, sir, because that terrified me. <laughs> yes, yes. So with um, Lady in White, I don't think we have anything else on her list. Is there anything, Sarah, that you want to add?
1: Um. Well, I mean, it's kind of what we touched base on um, mm-hmm. earlier. Um, the Franklin County Historical Society says, you know, how they um, – you know view her in the legend is she's the ghost of a woman looking for her lost child or lover Mm -hmm. who was drowned or was a victim herself you know Mm -hmm. and pretty much the same reiteration of the um union cemetery she's in a white dress and leaps onto hoods of vehicles um while driving on the back roads at night that could have been Mm -hmm. that story i heard about the knocking on the hood and everything that was creepy and, yeah, she's been known to move in front of moving cars as well. So, I mean, there are some similarities between, like, you know, if you do kind of compare different, like, tellings from different counties and everything. It's kind of fascinating.
0: Yes. Yeah, th- yeah, it really is. It really is fascinating. I actually just had a thought on my mind. You, have you seen <laughs> Scream? You've seen Scream 3, right? Yes, I have. I love that one. <laughs> you know, the scene Robert is amazing in that. Wait, wait, that's Scream 4. No, oh, um, not bad. No, no, <laughs> Sorry. no, Scream 3 did have um Sydney in it. It was like, it was about her mom. Right. Oh, and yeah. They yeah, had the scene it. where her mom shows up. <laughs> uh-huh. And that scene, I still can, to this day cannot watch Scream 3 because of that. It's just so creepy.
1: Right. I mean, just like with Jason Voorhees and his mom, like, you know, let's see all
0: right there. It's awesome. Yes, I just... <sighs> yeah like um let's see with Friday the 13th I do I that, that is one of my favorite franchises um yeah. Halloween is my top tier but I do mm-hmm. like I do like Jason because Jason the only reason why like he's walking around killing people while well, his mom started first um yeah was because, because he drowned uh-huh. because they weren't watching him
1: right they were too busy having sex and exactly and that's and the reason why and stuff
0: yes yeah, the reason why I was like <laughs> those dogs <dark laughs> and their
1: horror movies <laughs> That's why
0: every, every horror movie, like, soon as, as soon as they start having sex, I'm like, they're going to die. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And they totally parried that, um, parodied that on Scream. You know, like, if you are a virgin, you could survive, which, you know, Sidney tries to stay a virgin, but, I mean, Skeet Ul- Ulrich, are we right? You know, he's pretty fine. <laughs> I'll I,
0: I tell, tell you how old was I when I Scream came out. How old was I? Right. I was... I swear I didn't see it's like like ninety nine two thousand. I didn't see it. I was got. I came out. It came out in, like what ninety six. I was like only three years old. So right. um, I saw it a l- little bit later. But I tell you, when I tell you that that was my awakening. That was my awakening. That's when I should have known I was, like crazy men because. <laughs> yeah. I was like that that yes, I can definitely understand. And then we end up being the um we end up being pretty much the killer. Him and um Matthew Lillard, underrated king. I love Matthew Lillard. Yes, that um, was the best plot twist ever. It's so yes. great. He's That's my parents gonna be so mad at me. <laughs>
1: Matthew Lillard understood the assignment. I love did. Him. <laughs> I'm getting a little woozy here. Like, you know, there are horror conventions, and I've, like, always kind of wanted to go to one to meet Skeet and Matthew, like, because
0: they're just iconic. Yes, and they're such delights, I've heard from people who have met them. They're such delights.
1: Yeah. I mean, you see it on TikTok and stuff. It's so, it, it's amazing.
0: Yes, it is. It is, and just, like, that, that, that's our bucket list. That made, one day I would, like, really, like, love to, like, you know, just, like, podcast trying to Mm -hmm. do all that stuff like you know one day that will hopefully be reality but for right now like I really love doing this talking about urban legends and the lore (laughs) and just the lore
1: (laughs) yeah exactly yes Yes. I'm the nerd too about the lore I love researching it and whatnot
0: (laughs) Yes, yeah, so just it's just it's it, it's going to be amazing and I love having you on the podcast as our new host and I'm sure all of the listeners are going to love having you on here as well just to add a different sub opinion and kind of just like you know to go to banter a little bit back and forth with and just you know to get some additional insight. I really really think it's going to be a really fun ride.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be part of this, you know, like when I listen to on the bazaar I like instantly loved it it just like you know these local legends that you were talking about it it just felt like so cool to like know about things that i hadn't like really known about or like thought about researching like that was really neat
0: yes yeah and that's that's pretty much that's been my goal like I was like I'm when the pandemic hit I was like oh my goodness it's summer I don't have anything to do like everything's shut down and I was like I'm gonna start a podcast something I always wanted to do and I was really nervous about doing so because I didn't really know anything about I'm, I'm gonna say damn, I didn't know jack jack about podcasting oh, I um great. but you know thankfully like you know um softwares and all this stuff have made it really really um really really helpful um and just like youtube all the stuff people who have, have who have podcasts have been really helpful Yeah. You know, just um just getting out here and just doing it and now like you know i this is my third well yeah third year in cuz 22 was the first year third year in season 3 and yeah, awesome. you know yeah, now, like you know, I have my co host, and you know, we're going to have an exciting, spooky season um, planned for you guys. Like I said, we're going to be doing the um, um, classic urban legends and then the small town. small small town horrors. So we're going to alternate each week on that with this being October, we probably may get into um, maybe having more than one episode a week just so we can get out all the content for spooky season. So I'm going to me and Sarah, we have time to talk about that guys to see how we're (laughs) going to do that. Exactly. But next
1: week, as (laughs) soon as we can.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes. And next week we're going to try to do, we're going to be doing a small town, a small town horrors episode. Um, just about some small town haunts just in the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that'll be really, really, really cool to do. And to get into that, just, it's going to be a fun season. Absolutely. All right, good. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up this um, episode. Uh, Once again, this is Brianna and Sarah uh. And, yeah. <laughs> and you've been listening to Beyond the Bazaar. Come back next Tuesday for another episode detailing small town haunts.
1: Yes, you don't want to miss it. We're going to get goofy and, um, you know, get spooky as well. And this has been a delight. And as always, guys, carry on. I know times are kind of hard right now, but at least we... Have you know things like this
0: podcast to bring some joy? Well said, well said, Sarah. Carry (laughs) on, and as always, guys, stay bizarre. Good night. Absolutely. Bye.